This episode on the Mesh.tv is sponsored by The Sock Factory, making quality socks in North Carolina since 1975. Producers of Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock, The Sock Factory has something for everyone. Find out more at thesockfactory.com. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to episode 16, volume 7 of the Fantasy Formula. Coming off a not-so-relaxing Thanksgiving holiday, our dynamic duo heroes slide into the stretch run of their fantasy seasons. Hank, one week to go, buddy. The playoffs are right on the horizon. They are right. Yes, Hank, yes. They are on the horizon. That's a cue. That's when you take it right They are on the horizon, and (laughs) these weeks are extremely important. I think the most important part of this is figuring out where you're at. Because some people think they're in. Right. They think they're like, I'm in. And it could, they it, could be out. It, it, it could come back and bite you. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about our week, fantasy wise. And we'll this talk is a little the bit quickest about you've jumped to the week. <laughs> I wonder why, Hank, because as most of our listeners know, you and I matched off in a battle of because we're in the same division mm-hmm. uh we share a podcast together we do a lot of you know we like to compete sure and I, it was a must win for me like it i was. had to win my back was against the corner a wall and what happens normally when my back's against the corner i come out just swinging hey, look at this <laughs> you look like a wolverine <laughs> over there yeah so anyway it was a tough match it came down basically you had a shot last night, but DeAndre would have had it gone crazy. Crazy. So I pulled out maybe a 12, 14-point uh, win, and now with one week to go, I have to win, and you and another fellow might have to lose so I, if, so I can slide into that last playoff right. spot. You're feeling pretty good right now, though. I feel I pretty good about it. You know, and, and to be completely honest, I, I should have won this week if Julio Jones oh, God. didn't score 50 points. You got a guy who scored 50 points. Yes. I lost by 14. Yeah, so if it makes you feel any better, I went up against Julio. So, you know, it's when you're in multiple leagues, I've got Julio in one whipping your tail, and then I'm going against another dude who's got Julio whipping my tail. In both leagues, I had to win, so that's a tough spot. That is a tough spot. Anyway, so I lose. That dude put up 50. I score 165 in that league and got beat 180 to 165 because that dude had Julio. Crazy. How fantasy works. It is crazy. Anyway, so let's talk talk a couple scenarios here, Hank. So in our situation with the Davy Drives a Hummer Hickory League, I am on the outside looking out. There's three playoff spots to be had in our division. One guy has already locked up first place. Comes down to you, another gentleman, and myself for the last two spots. And I really have to have y'all stumble a little bit. Right. And for me to win, that's the only way I get in. But you hold the points lead. So I don't know if you noticed it today. Points lead between us for that right. last spot. I reached out to the commissioner because I don't know all the scenarios. It's too tough for me to keep up with scenarios from this league and that league and that. So I asked commission, hey, man, how do I get in? And he laid it out perfectly. And that's the role of a commissioner. It is. Let your people know in your league, hey, man, you know, Joe Blow gets in if he wins this week and the other fellow loses because they're head-to-head and we go head-to-head first, point second, those kind of scenarios. So anyway, ask your commission. Be ready. Know what to expect going into week 13 on how you get into the playoffs because you don't want to be the ones on the outside looking in. No, you don't want to be part of that. And I'll tell you this too, is that people, you you know, different leagues have different um, uh, rewards for certain things. We have the highest point total. Highest point total of a week wins their money back. We also have, if you win your division, you get your money back, right? The gentleman, huh? And a buy, and a buy. The important. gentleman that is in in the lead for our division, who last night declared that he won our division, may not win our division. Is that right? If he loses this week and I win, we're tied. Wow! And it goes then head to head, head, to head. which your boy won. Okay, so he's getting a little bit 
over anxious right now. A little bit over anxious. Oh, that that would just make my damn day if you come back and catch him. After it would be he, great. After he came out and said, "Oh, I'm the champ," you know. Oh, just. Oh, hum, you're not. Yeah, knock him down a level. That would be wonderful. Well, good luck to you, buddy. I appreciate as long as that. either I'm really counting on the other fella to lose. I'd like for you to make the playoffs. Thank you've had you. a, you've had a good season, and it would make it even better because the one fella who's battling for the last spot, he always has the best team, and he just manages it like a dumbass. Oh, and he, he falls never apart. He never makes the playoffs. Yeah. I love this guy, but he can never get him to the promised land. Oh, but he knows he he knows so much more than everyone else. Absolutely. He really does. <sighs> he, he thinks he does anyway. He does. Well, hey, good luck to you. Hey, bud, let's talk a little bit about Thanksgiving festivities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. So, uh, how did it start? How did it end? Wednesday. <laughs> I'll tell you how it started and how it ended. Wednesday, we went down to Atlanta, okay? Let me tell you a little bit about my trip to Atlanta, all right? I am a big fan of my in-laws, my mm-hmm. brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. my mother and father-in-law. I do not like a trip to Atlanta. That sure. town's awful with traffic. There's plenty to do, and I appreciate that, and there's sports teams, and there's great restaurants and all these things, but the traffic is horrible. Yes. Driving down there Wednesday morning, we left early, so we wouldn't have to fight it. It was bad. What's from, early? What was like when you say we left early? Are we talking about we getting up at four o'clock in the morning and piling in? Lord no. So what? we're leaving at nine. Nine. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Early as in I didn't work. Got it. Okay. So we get in the car at nine. We start heading down there. From Greenville on, bumper to bumper, <sighs> stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. From Greenville on. So you had fun. a solid two hours. Oh, that's of horrendous. It. Two and a half hours. Get down there. Immediately, you know, welcomed by my brother-in-law at the door uh, with some plans. We got yes. we got some stuff we got to right. do, right? Cold beverage, maybe. We have a couple hand. cold beverages, yes. right? Yes, we have to eat some lasagna. Yeah. Well, after the lasagna, he starts to feel bad. Like, no. stomach feels oh, bad. Gosh. No. Okay? Mm-mm. I'm like, you all right there, brother? I, I'm not slowing down <laughs> for anybody. He's trying to pull it together. He's trying to pull it together. So next morning, it's Thanksgiving Day. We don't go crazy. Right. We go to bed, wake up. We're supposed to leave for uh, my wife's cousins at 10. 8, 8.30, 9, 9.30. 9.30. Do not see my brother-in-law. He's not out of bed. Oh, my goodness. Stomach distress. Oh, no. On Thanksgiving On- Day. It's the worst I've ever heard. Doesn't get to make it to lunch. You're kidding me. No. Has to stay back. Get sick. Oh. Okay? It is. It is. Does no eating, no drinking wow. Thanksgiving Day. And he's been looking forward to this weekend for a while. A long time. Yes. A long time. Mm-hmm. Friday, we, uh, I, this is completely kind of off base, but my little boy who, you know, loves everything sports related yes. and outside and everything, kind of thinks he's a little bit of an X game champ. <laughs> okay. The reason he does this is he's got this little Razor scooter that he thinks he is oh, a complete badass. Wow. Right? Yes. Doing flips and stuff or what? Oh, we, we're talking about <laughs> fake uh, tail whips and yes. stuff. Yes, okay. So we take him to the test. We take him to a skate, ra- uh, skate park oh in Atlanta, God, yeah. right? And we're talking about skateboarders getting it. Yes. BMXers getting it. Everybody out there getting it. They're out in the middle doing little bunny hops, <laughs> trying to grind on a rail. It was embarrassing oh, and cute at the same time. Wonderful. The skateboarders would like hit some huge jump, land, and just eyeball the crap out of Harris <laughs> as they roll by, thinking, "What the hell is this kid doing out here?" So let me ask you, because Harris, you know, I love this, love your son too. He's got kind of a big—I'm not going to say ego, but he's confident. Sure, he's confident. Sure. So. Did his confidence level come down a little bit when he goes to the skate park and sees the real deal Holyfields out there doing their stuff? He realizes he needs to do a little work. <laughs> a little practice. A little work yes. before he gets all geared up for okay. it. But it Understood. may have encouraged him because the guys – this was the cool thing is that you had you – know, imagine a skate park. Imagine the kids that are good at the skate park. Right. Usually you think of – you know, a, a, a crowd of bullies or sure, you know, I mean, just like – Understand. Is what you're thinking. Understand. They were as cool – to these three kids that had no business being out there yeah. at all. There was at one point when the skateboarder kick flip, board went awry, yes. hit my four year old niece, knocked her down. <laughs> oh, he good. ran over and he's like, Honey, I'm so sorry. Are right. you okay? Are you okay? It was super cool. Yeah. She's like, Get off me. Of course I'm cool. <laughs> uh, but nice. I think coming out of it, they were like, We want to go back. It was fun. It was cool. Harris thinks that he might be a little bit of a 
uh, Ricky Carmichael. I don't know what he thinks he. Okay. I don't know. I, who knows <laughs> what it is? But anyway, we went there on Friday. Saturday drove back. It was horrible uh, driving back. Worse than the way. Both way horrible. Down. Mm. I think they're both terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Sunday just licked my wounds. But yeah. it was like we talked about on the last podcast. It was a completely different wow. schedule of events than sure. we thought were going to happen. Did Carson ever rally? No. He never got up and... I lone wolfed it. That's disappointing. It is. It is. And we lost on a lot of bets. That we took. <laughs> <laughs> so how were you communicating? If he's in quarantine, are y'all texting each other? All right, let's do... Or so no, you no, actually no. get to see we him. We were so. on either side of the couch. Okay. He's way over there. I was over there. But got we it. did talk via text a couple of times. It was... I took the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing, Hank. I'll tell you a little. My my weekend's a little different than yours. I hope uh, so. Luckily, no stomach bugs. But you know, um, we got down Wednesday. Traffic. We're just going to high points. They're not that bad. Pull up. Got off to a late start. But anyway, got to her, Jennifer's mother-in-law's house about or her mom's house. My mother-in-law's house about eight thirty. They had this nice little spread. Wednesday is always a night we chill. We're relaxing because we know what's ahead of us because Jennifer's family, we have four Thanksgivings we go to. And I told you a little bit about this. God, that's it's mind-blowing. Dude, it's from early in the morning till late at night. So Wednesday, we rest. I watch some, some hoops. There were some really exciting sports. I mean, almost, this is unbelievable. But by Sunday, dude, I, did not, I didn't turn any football on. I didn't want to watch. Back. I had overload. You know, Sports I, overload. Yeah, sports overload. I was like, just – I don't even watch anything. Let's go outside. Let's put a movie in in the evening time. Let's do something. I can't watch sports. And it's crazy. I've never had that before. Yeah, that is But crazy. sports overload got me. But anyway, Wednesday sleep. Well, I get up early in the morning, Hank, and I'm not a runner. You know I'm not a runner. No. I like to do sports, but I was like, screw it. It was 32 degrees out. I bundled up, and I went for a run. How'd you feel there, a big A Thanksgiving cat? run. I felt fantastic. I Walked most of the time, to be honest. But <laughs> That's a Thanksgiving Day walk. <laughs> yes, but I did start running, and Olivia ran with me. Anyway, it was very it's awesome. That was a good start to the day. So we get to our first Thanksgiving, which is breakfast slash lunch, probably about a 1030 start, right? Oof. Go in, fantastic food, mimosas, going down. Going Bloody down. Mary's, going down. It's going very good. down. So we get through that when first football game comes up. My brother and I are playing FanDuel. So my brother-in-law, that's I see him for the first time Sunday or Thursday at 10.30. I look at, him, look at him in his eye. He looks at me. We give the head nod, and we know he, we're ready. It's on. It's on. So we're sharing FanDuel lineups. He told me his DraftKings lineup. We've got our bets lined up for the day. So we get through the first one. We get about an hour layover, if you will, before the next one starts, which is at 2.30 or 3. So we're still watching football. Then we go eat our next meal. Luckily, the breakfast one and the lunch one are at the same place. So different people come Thank God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. So the third one, we actually have to get in a car and just drive maybe about a mile and a half down the road. Not, not too bad. Not too bad. A mile and a half down the road. So may want to walk that one year. Well, work I, off some I, turkey. I, that's, that's a good plan. But the constant is we haven't stopped drinking beverages since 1030 in the morning. So sure. even though the turkey is making you full, and we do have a strategy to this, we don't drink beer because beer is more filling. It is. This is more of a bourbon or whiskey kind of day. Yeah, okay. yeah, filling maybe Wait. a little, maybe a little wine. Well, wine I can tell you that I can tell you that kind of day turns into a bad yes, evening. Yes, absolutely. So we make the fourth stop at eight thirty, and we make it to about ten thirty or eleven. And then Todd gave me the look, and he was like, "Let's go. Let's go back to the house. We're out." Yes. So we gather the kids, take them to the house. The next thing I know. Hank, all the games are over. I don't even know really what time is time it is. And he said, "Hey, you want to watch Nirvana Unplugged?" And I'm like, "Sure." Games are over. Let's do it. Let's do it. Nirvana Unplugged, followed by Public Enemy Unplugged. Didn't even know they had a Public Enemy Unplugged, right? Oh, unprecedented. Finally, Alice in Chains Unplugged. So we're going three unplugs back to back to back. What time did this so start? I'm like, what time is it? And he said, it's only five thirty. Only five. It's only five thirty on I'm Friday like, morning, dude. I gotta. That's it. I gotta go. He put. What, I was walking out to get in the bed. He put Eric Church unplugged on. I'm like, oh. dude, what are you doing? Go to bed. So anyway, this is a great story too. Then we'll get on some football. I promise. So Friday, we promise. The Friday is the day we go see the movies with the kids. We've done it forever. The movie starts at 11:30. Half of the girls want to see Coco. Half of the girls want to see 
Wonder. Wonder. You know? I watched that movie already. Okay. Which I heard it was fantastic. Fantastic. So the little girls go to see Wonder, and the big girls want to see Coco, which is kind of weird, but that's the animated one. Well, they we go in. Todd and I have the older girls. Jennifer have the younger girls. We go into the cinema. It's the cinemas that are like stadium seating. <laughs> Stad- <laughs> Broken. Well, stadium seating with the reclinable all the way back chairs. Sleepy chairs. Yes. Yeah, sli- lazy boy sleepy chairs. And I was like, uh-oh, because it's dark and the cool. 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 We got our drink and our popcorn. But see, Olivia and cousin Maggie, they are one level below. They didn't want to sit with us. They want to sit not. by themselves. So they can't even see what we're doing, dude. Oh. So we get in there. I said, Todd, I'm not going to make it. I mean, I said, there's no way I can stay up. Todd's asleep. <laughs> not yet. He looks at me. He says, all right, go ahead. You take first shift. I said, okay. So within the... <laughs> The previews are on. Hank, I'm not lying. Within 45 oh. seconds, Audi. I mean, literally, because you know I can curl up into a lot of little spots, you know? Yeah. And so I am curled up. All I needed was a little blankie, and I'm perfectly like it's Got on a my napkin. couch. Yeah, a little napkin. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm, I guess I'm asleep for maybe 30 minutes, maybe, and I, Todd's banging me. Boom, boom. He's like, dude, you are snoring so loud. Please be quiet. <laughs> People are looking at you. I'm like, oh, my God. So I straighten up a little bit, you know, right. straighten up. Pull it together. And I said, okay, I got it, Todd. I got it. I look over at him 20 seconds later. Now he's out. He's gone. <laughs> so we're taking shifts, napping. Just a wonderful – I'm never going to forget How it. How was the movie? Exactly. So Olivia was like, holy cow, Dad. Wasn't that great? Had all that music in it. I'm going to give it three out of four stars, Dad. How about you? I was like, that's a four out of four star would lift. <laughs> that's all. I'm giving it four stars. <laughs> oh, anyway, we had a ball. Oh, it, it sounds like you had fun, a good fun, night. Fun. We get back to the house. They planned another party Friday night for all their college friends who come in town for the holiday. Oh, we have to run it back. We made it till three thirty in the morning that night too. Oh, Hank. Mm. Mm. Anyway, I'm here today. I made it. Made it through. You another look Thanksgiving. great today. Thank you. Made it through another Thanksgiving. So, Hank, with that, let's move on right into our fantasy forty-five fastest forty-five seconds in fantasy football. As we talked about, this is week thirteen. This is when it all matters. This is when you get a win here. Hopefully, you make it to the promised land. Before we jump into here, just a couple like news, news and notes. Did you hear, Hank? Aaron Rodgers possibly could practice this week. If you are the Green Bay coach or a Green Bay fan, do you want him? They have a slight chance to make the playoffs very, very slim. Do you risk him trying to get back on the field early, or you say, Aaron, you know what, buddy, rest up for next year. Let's get him next year. Shut it down. You shut it down. You shut it down. I mean, really and truly. I mean, I I know that you want to see him out there and make a run for it You know, right now, but do they have a chance of making any – they have to basically win outright and have like Atlanta, Carolina, some other people that are in the wild card hunt lose. Right. It's a long shot. It is a long shot. They're a long shot. <laughs> so we say, no, Aaron, be cool, R-E-L-A-X, and sit on the sideline. Is that what you're saying? Chill. Me too. One more thing, too. If you uh, watch the Oakland Raiders-Denver Broncos fight, you saw a heavyweight battle on the field. You see this somebody got their chain snooked and then started sp- Throwing blows. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh and I thought I thought that that was the winning combination for me because he was on your team. Yes. And yeah. I thought when I saw him get ejected, when I saw Crabtree get object, uh, ejected, I was like, game over. Yeah. Well, anyway, the NFL have come down and given their suspensions out. Crabtree and Talib both two games apiece. So Crabtree. We'll have to move to your bench now for if you have them for week 13, which stinks because he's actually had a pretty good year. He started the year great. It's kind of tailed off a little bit at the end as Oakland has continued to suck because they have sucked, you know. What a change of teams. Them and uh, the Chiefs. Oh, yes. Alex Smith. Oh, gosh. Would you – let's talk about that for a second. So, Alex Smith, you know, they have the guy, the rookie that they drafted early. Do you – Pull the plug on Alex Smith now and hand the keys to the young guy? Or do you say, Alex, you've lost five of six, buddy. Give you one more shot. You let him try to right the ship. Yeah. I mean, he had such a – I mean, he's capable of doing it. But they have played so bad yeah. of late. And, and it, a lot of it rests on him. But to lose five out of six, mind-blowing. You know what? Also, that's to show you how bad that division is. They're still in the lead in that division. Yeah, that's They're bad. six and five. It's terrible. Okay, buddy. Well, that's basically all the news and notes I've got here for the NFL. Let's pop right uh, into I do have some uh, mm. news for you. 
Breaking news. Breaking news. New York Giants are saying that Geno Smith is going to start over Eli Manning. Is that right? Yep. And they actually said that the rookie, that Davis Webb kid, will get some playing time as well. He's from California. Eli's out. Did you watch Eli on Thursday night? Thanksgiving? Have you ever seen that that picture of him making that face? Yes, where he looks like he's drunk, yes, high, dumb, go- yeah. all that. That's how he's been playing the last few right. weeks. He made that face a lot Thursday at Thanksgiving, um, the evening game. They're horrible. God, he was awful. Woo! And I backed him too. That was like that was going to be my surprise lock of the weekend. It didn't come through, Hank. No, that did not come not through. Come through. All right, buddy. Here we go. Fantasy forty-five, fastest forty-five seconds. Fantasy football. We start with a Thursday night divisional matchup. Could have been okay a couple year, uh, weeks ago before Ezekiel Elliott suspension came through. Washington at the Dallas Cowboys. Washington coming off that win against the Giants. Dallas coming off that shellacking to the Chargers. Dallas opened as a two and a half point favorite. It's been bet down all the way to one and a half now. Total forty-four, Hank. I'll tell you the the. Cowboys look awful, right? Yes. And Dak is just not right in the ship. That's the other thing. So I find it hard to bet with the Cowboys until they prove to me that they can win. Can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. I've backed them the last two weeks without, even though I told myself, without Zeke, without Sean Lee, you got to stay away from them. I still backed them. I can't do it anymore. Got to go with Washington in this spot, plus the one and a half, and I'll lean under the total 44. Interesting. They say Ezekiel Elliott is everything to this offense. Well, Dalvin Cook from Minnesota, he was a big part of that offense. Yeah. He's been out. Minnesota Vikings haven't missed a beat. They've actually made a play. I'm not going to say they played better, but they're doing fine. Yeah. So it can't be just – there's other things going on with that team, Dallas, besides Ezekiel Elliott being out. Dak looks like he's lost all his confidence to me. Right, and yeah. and you know that front office has not had a beginning, the best start to the year. Very true, and Very so you know true. that that can That's lead to a little bit of trouble. Exactly, weighing heavy on a lot of people there. So, I'm going to go Washington. You like Washington as well? Yes, sir. Next up, Sunday afternoon, one o'clock, Detroit at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore still in the playoff hunt. Detroit really, really needs a win after the loss to Minnesota this uh, past Thursday. Baltimore at home minus the three total, forty and a half. And before you answer, Hank. I don't know if you saw the game, but Matt Stafford looked like he maybe a high ankle sprain. He messed up his ankle a little bit in that game. The dude has not missed a game in I don't know how many years. He's like an Iron Man out there. Well, they say he will play because if Matt Stafford doesn't play, that team is gross. terrible, yeah, right? They're gross. So keep your eye on that, especially if you want to play a little shekels on this on this game with uh with your man. If Matt Stafford decides he can't go. It's Baltimore all day. But if he does go, Hank, what do we like in this situation? I like the Lions if he does go. But did you see the defense for Baltimore last night? They are sick. That first first drive that Houston had, I was like, this may be trouble for him. And then they shut that down. That – Suggs at 36 oh, years old still looks gosh. like a stud, man. Nasty. Nasty. He looks fast. nasty. So I'm with you. If, if Stafford stays in and plays, I feel like they're going to be hard to beat. But um, Baltimore without, I mean, but the Lions without him are kind of nothing. So let's talk about how smart Vegas is. So that line last night, it was at seven and a half. It moved to seven, and then at the very last minute, moved back up to seven and a half. Baltimore minus seven and a half favorite. The over under went from 39. Then it drifted down to thirty-eight. Do you know where it ended? Because the score was the score was twenty-three to sixteen. I want to say so. What is that? Thirty-seven? No. What's twenty? What is sixteen plus twenty-three? Oh, That's thirty-nine. And did you hear this? <laughs> did you hear this? It's thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Thank you. Good. What well, it opened sixteen to twenty-three. Yeah. So it opened at thirty-nine, and I think it got bet down to thirty-eight and a half or something. Anyway, I mean Vegas basically nailed it right on the freaking head. Yeah, like I they, got him at eight. Did you? You got him an eight. So you had you took Houston? I did. Oh wow. So you covered. I covered. Good job, buddy. Congratulations. <laughs> Next up, San Francisco against Chicago Bears. Both teams reeling. Again, another terrible matchup. Again, we won't spend much time talking about this, but your boy Mitch Trubisky had the worst quarterback ranking of all time. It wasn't five point zero, zero point five quarterback ranking, Hank. 0.5, meaning there there's not much worse you can do if you're at 0.5. No. Okay? Yeah, terrible day. So, Chicago, will he come back against the San Francisco uh, 49ers team is probably just as bad as Chicago. Chicago, three-and-a-half-point favorite, total 40. They're really just a, a .5 favorite because they're at home. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think Trubisky comes back. I think he's got a little bit of gall to him, and he's going to right the ship just for this game because they're that bad. Maybe so. Because they're that bad. Yes. I can... I can read you like a book, and I know that you want to bet San Francisco. So do it. <laughs> well, let's talk about Jimmy Garoppolo first. He came so Bethard starts for the 49ers, lays an egg. Garoppolo comes in there, second half, actually leads the team to two touchdowns. If Garoppolo comes in and plays, which they haven't said he'll start yet, and this, we can talk about fantasy here too. Let's say you've got Blake. Hopefully you don't have Blake Bortles as your starting quarterback if you're in the playoff hunt. But let's say you do, or maybe you've got to go with a Marcus Mariota or, or somebody else who's not having the best of years do you roll the dice and take a jimmy garoppolo to take you to week 13 no you need a absolutely win? not look at the team he's on <laughs> look at the that's, team that's he's true. on they're awful no i wouldn't trust anybody for the same i wouldn't trust kaepernick jesus i wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't trust anybody at this rate yeah, that's probably a good point. Let's do talk about some fantasy quarterback stuff. So where do you put Dak? I'm going to give you a couple. You tell me, Dak greater than or less than. Marcus Mariota, who would you start? Dak. Ryan's, Ryan Fitzpatrick if he goes in front of Jameis. But Jameis Winston is questionable. So Ryan Fitzpatrick, Dak. Oh, God. Well, Fitzpatrick right now. Wow. Unbelievable. How about what if Jameis goes? He's had terrible luck of late, too. <laughs> probably Jameis. Though. Alex Smith. God, he's played. They both played. I mean, yeah, that's a like that, that's like a pick 'em. Um Alex Smith, he's got more weapons. Blaine Gabbert. Who's no. actually playing good for Arizona right now. <laughs> Blaine Gabbert. Wow. God, Dak is really falling that far. Yeah. Holy cow. He's not doing anything. Yes. Andy Dalton. Well, Dalton had a great game last week, but it was against the Browns. Yes. So Dak. Dalton has proven that all year he can't do it. Yes. And last but not least, let's say Brett Hundley for Green Bay. His maybe you know. He's playing better. He had three touchdowns. No last way. Week. You're not no. selling me on this one, Dak. <laughs> Dak. All right. Good job. All right. So, Hank's going to take Chicago in this matchup minus the three and a half. I'm taking San Francisco all day long. Let's go, 49ers. Next up, Minnesota at Atlanta. Great, great game in the NFC. This is a one o'clock kick. Minnesota traveling to Atlanta. As Hank mentioned earlier, um, Julio Jones just had a field day last week, 250 plus yards, two touchdowns. It was sick. Can he continue this against a Minnesota defense who actually their defense is the strength of their team? Minnesota, Atlanta minus the three at home, total 47. At home, yeah. I'm, I, I got to tell you, I'm not – I think it's a pretty even matchup. I think that they're going to probably hit the over. I think there's okay. going to be a lot of offense. I think that Minnesota's D is going to be um, – I think Matt – Ryan and that offense are going to score and score and score. So I think that 47 and a half, I'd go over. If I had to pick one, I'd pick a, take Atlanta at home. Me too. I like Atlanta at home at all times. Give me Atlanta minus the three. Also, keep your eye on Devontae Freeman. So he's been out the last two weeks. Do you have him? I do. Okay, so they say he, they think he's going to be able to play this week. Two weeks out this week, hopefully coming back. So you guys watch the uh, injury report if you need Devontae Freeman to play. We like Atlanta minus the three, over 47 and a half. Next up, New England at Buffalo. They can't make the New England lines. Did, did you hear that Vegas got destroyed this week? They said it was the worst week that they – I'm sorry, this past week. One of the worst weeks – the worst week they've had all season, probably one of the worst weeks they've had in the last 10 years because the favorites are covering all – people like to bet the favorites. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're going to pick a New England. They're going to bet them. They're going to pick – let's see some, another team. Probably that, Atlanta. Like, Atlanta, Philadelphia, who's on fire. Right. They're covering every – so these people, like, go to Vegas for Thanksgiving or to visit. They'll go play a $25 parlay card on all the favorites, the Eagles, the Falcons, the Patriots. And normally, Vegas counts on one of those to lose. They're all winning. Everybody. Everybody's winning, so they're getting cracked. So, in, anyway, they're saying they cannot make a number high enough for New England. Last week, they set the number for Miami at 16. 16, and they still covered. Oh, yeah. Now New England on the road at Buffalo, and they, now with Tyro. Oh, this is the best thing we did all last week. Remember, we said if Tyro T- Tyrod Taylor plays, take Buffalo, and you could even play them on the money line because they were plus ten. Yeah, plus ten. They rolled Kansas City last week, so hopefully you guys got on that. If not, New England at Buffalo this week. New England minus eight and a half. Hank total four. I still, th- I, I'm still betting on New England. Little Tom Brady. I'll never bet against him. Right. I think that the Bills are a much better team with Taylor. But there's nothing like the Patriots. No way. You bet Patriots every week. 
they just do it week in, week out. He knows that line, too. Yes, he does. He knows that line, and he wants to make that line. And Belichick knows it, too, down deep in his heart. Belichick, Brady, New England, we want to give us those guys minus eight and a half. Next up, Denver at Miami, Jay Cutler. They're really thinking about bringing Jay Cutler back. This can't be real. <laughs> Why would they do such a thing? I don't know. They say he's questionable to play. Oh, come on, guys. Miami, at home, opened as a one-point favorite. Now they're a one-point dog to Denver, who Denver is one. Th- Listen to these games, Hank. San Francisco at Chicago, now Denver at Miami. This is not good. Not good. Miami, one-point dog, at home, total 38.5. Is it not mind-blowing to you what a quarterback means to a team? Is it not mind-blowing? everything. Denver went from wa- winning a Super Bowl. Yes. Paxton Lynch can't get out of a quarter. Right. Unbelievable. I'm so glad you brought this up. I cannot go with the Dolphins. Will not, cannot. I'm taking Denver. Oh, God. How can you do that? Well, I'll tell you how you can do it. So, Paxton Lynch experiment is over. He's out two to four weeks with a high ankle sprain. He was crying on the sideline like a little bitch. Did you see that? Like he had broken his leg, and they're like, dude, you sprained your ankle. Come on. I mean, quick cry. You're crying for eight minutes straight. They just left the camera. I felt kind of bad for him. They left the camera on him for like a long period of time, and he was sobbing. Like, yes, he just lost his his dog. It was unbelievable. Um, So then. Brock Osweiler, they cannot put him back in. So, basically, it's down to Trevor Simeon, who, out of that bunch, he's the best – gives him the best chance to win anyway. He stinks, but he's gives, it, he gives him the best chance. Give me Denver minus the one with Trevor Simeon in there, too. There you go. Next up, Houston. That was an interesting way for you to call me stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are like, absolutely not. I'm going to go with you, though. <laughs> Oh, this podcast is so fun, man. I can give you these jabs, but I also compliment you at the same time. Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee needs a win to stay in the playoff race. Houston, they're not going to make the playoffs this year, but, you know, they're just fighting. Just for, They're showing some heart. Tennessee at home, minus the seven, total 43. I got to tell you, the quarterback situation in Houston is not good. It's not good at all. Savage, Savage. is brutal. And let me tell you, last night when they were introducing the names, Harris and I were watching it, and he was like, Really? That guy's name's Savage? I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, he's got to be a bad man. No, he's not. Um, Texan, the Texans did not look great. They cannot get the ball to Hopkins. When he had over 100 yards, I, I saw. know, but they cannot get it to him as much as they need to. I mean, what, uh, uh, Watson got it to him all the time, right? They just can't use that weapon. So um, I think the Titans have enough weapons. And De- DeMarco Murray played great. Yeah, Henry played pretty good. Mariota's serviceable. He's I mean, just, hell, he's, he's all right right now. Top fifteen in the league. Um, I'm going to take the Titans. Give me the Texans. Well, you know what? God, I can't do that. I saw. I heard Lamar Miller got hurt last night too in the third quarter. Maybe a high ankle sprain. He might not be able to play. They're running out of folks there in Houston. Their defense is sick. Yeah. Clowney is sick. Oh, he's fantastic. One guy called him the best player in the league today. Jadavion Clowney, the best player in the NFL today. I'm not agreeing with that. I'm just saying that's what some of the pundits think, that this dude, because he he's a badass. Physically, yeah, he's, a, bad he's man. a monster. Yes. Give me Tennessee minus the seven, but I'm going to play the under in this game. Lamar Miller, if he can't go. Dude, I bet a lot of people start Lamar Miller, don't you think, in their, in yeah. their I mean, playoff run here? Flex or yeah, something flex. like that. So anyway, keep your eyes on that. Let's see if he can go. We're going Tennessee minus the seven, and I like the under 43 a lot. Next up, 1 o'clock kick, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. The games just continue to worsen. Indianapolis at Jacksonville, Blake Bortles. They lose last week. And, you know, anytime you leave it to Blake Bortles to try to get your win, it's not going to be successful, Hank. Run the ball with Leonard Fournette. Continue to give him the rock. Don't let Blake Bortles beat no. you. You know, your defense is great. You had a great running back. Your quarterback's terrible. So don't let him try to win a game for you. No. Correct? Yes. It's like yeah. having you take a last-second jump shot. But I make it. I make it. Jacksonville at home, minus nine and a half against Indianapolis. Jacoby Brissett still having concussion symptoms. We'll keep our eye on that. T.Y. Hilton. Let's say you got T.Y. Do you start him no. against a Jacksonville defense that's top three in the no. NFL? No. Yeah. The only person you're starting on the Colts right now is that Doyle. Yeah. That's the only kid you're starting. Tied in. Maybe the running back. But they're going to key in on that guy. No, I wouldn't start the running yeah. Gore. Gore, and they got this other dude named Mac. So, 
it's it, I'm going up against Ty in two of my leagues, and I need to win. So I'm hoping that is the case that they bench Ty because he, you know, he could have a field day. Right. Um, I kind of agree with what you're saying there. What do you like in this game, Jacksonville? Minus the nine and I, I just don't think, if, especially if Brissett doesn't play. I mean, yeah. what where are they? What are they up against right there? Exactly. They're up against some trouble. <laughs> They're up against an ice <laughs> yes, whooping is what they exactly are. Right. So, Jacksonville, All right. nine and a half. Hank's got Jacksonville. I'm going to lean under the total 41, and I'll just pray for a last-minute cover by Indianapolis. Let's say they lose by a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just yes, took the Colts. Going, going for it. I hate Jacksonville. Tampa Bay at Green Bay. There is no line out here yet because they're waiting to see if Jameis Winston can play. You know, Jameis has been out with that shoulder for a couple weeks now, but they're hoping he can go. Tentative line, let's say right now, Green Bay is a pick 'em. Let's go with that line. What do you think about this game? I think uh, I might take Green Bay at home. Yeah. Jameis coming in, some cobwebs. Sure. I would take Green Bay. Yeah, I would kind of lean there, too. The quarterback, Hundley, played better last week. Three touchdowns, close to 300 yards. So maybe he's kind of figuring the defense out. And that was against a Pittsburgh Steelers defense, too. So maybe he's figuring the offense out. And Tampa Bay's defense is ranked bottom 10 of the entire NFL. So I will lean Green Bay there, too, buddy. As Haven't you noticed that the wide receivers for Tampa Bay have been a little bit quiet, like Mike Evans? Not, you haven't really heard much of Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson, a game here or two. Yeah, these offensive weapons in Tampa Bay have not lived up to the hype. That's another reason we'll go Green Bay at a pick em. Here we go, KC at the New York Jets. A surprise for the New York Jets. There's this dude named Robbie Anderson who is putting up some phenomenal numbers. Robbie? Robbie, isn't that his name? Uh, yeah, I mean. Robert I, he, Anderson. He sounds like he owns an arcade or something. <laughs> he probably I mean. does. Look at him, too. He's a real young looking. He looks like he plays a lot of video games. Robbie Anderson leading the Jets. Two touchdowns last week against the Panthers. They're going up against that Kansas City team who's lost five of six. Still no love for the Jets. Vegas opens up Kansas City minus a a three-and-a-half point favorite. On the road, can the Jets put another L in the column against the Kansas City Chiefs? I do not want to risk it on the Chiefs. (laughs) I don't want to, but I think the Jets suck. I think they're awful. And when you're... The Jets were in that game against the Panthers last week. You know this, right? They actually had the lead in the third quarter. Gosh, I don't want that. I think I think Alex Smith is going to have a good game. I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Good. I'm going against you. I'm going the Jets plus the three and a half. It'll be a close game all around. I will. The Chiefs' offense just cannot get into gear. I'm going to lean under the total here. Let's hopefully the Jets can hold on here by a field goal. Let's say if Kansas City loses this, you know San Diego is in right, just right on their heels, trying to get that division lead. So let's see what goes on here with the Kansas City New York Jets. Next up, this is the big game of the day. The Carolina Panthers <laughs> at the New Orleans Saints, Hank. Carolina has been waiting for this game. It's been circled on the calendar since they took that beat down early this season. There's a little bit of, you know, um, malice or whatever you want to call it between these two teams. They're rivals. They don't like each other. The Cam Jordan on the Saints doesn't like Cam Newton, called him a sissy, told him, said he wears high heels. Have, I mean, he came out in the paper, been blasting him, right? So, Cam, will he be able to step up and shut these New Orleans Saints' mouths up on the road to New Orleans at home plays well. New Orleans minus the four, Hank, total 48. Uh, I think uh, New Orleans handles their business. I think it may go over. Yeah, I can see that. But I think New Orleans uh, takes care of business. I you know, wish the Panthers could pull this out, but I don't think they will. And for the Saints, you've watched this Alvin Kamara run lately. This- I have because I have Ingram. Oh, God. <laughs> That's right, you do. This Kamara, I mean, he looks – so it, it's going to be interesting. So Carolina's got McCaffrey. Uh, New Orleans has Kamara. So they, they're both rookies. They're going to be able to challenge each other for the next several you know, seasons. It's going to be fun to watch. Right now I give the lead to Kamara. He seems to be a little bit more explosive he's a big, to me. He's a bigger dude oh, too. Man, you know, uh, so McCaffrey's fat. not a big dude. Right, right. Give me the Saints too. Actually, I like this play – a whole lot. Is this the play of the century? It's not play of the century, but this may be the play of the day. Mix in with a little parlay with the over the total here, because I like that over. Mm-hmm. Let's go Saints minus the four, over 48. Next up, Cleveland at L.A. Chargers. Hank, we made a bet last week regarding the Cleveland Browns. Can they get a win? 
the rest of the season. You said no. Absolutely And not. I would – and actually, you're getting paid three to one on that, too. They're not going to beat the Chargers. There's no way. They're not going to beat the Chargers on the road. Chargers need a win. Chargers are a 14-point favorite, total 41. The Sharps in Vegas, and the Sharps are the people that are supposed to be in the know, not the public. They have bet on Cleveland for the every every week this season. They have lost every week this season. Minus one. I think Cleveland covered one week. You got to quit betting on Cleveland if you've been taking them, right? Let's go LA Chargers minus the 14. Isn't that the safe place to play? It's a safe place to play, but that's a lot of points for the Chargers. The Chargers aren't the Patriots. True. You know, but Cleveland, but Cleveland is awful. Cleveland. So I'm taking that back. all day long. Let's ride the Chargers all the way home to the promised land. Chargers minus the 14. Next up, L.A. Rams at Arizona. L.A. played great last week. Arizona playing a little bit better. Playing uh, actually have a slight chance to make the playoffs. L.A. Rams. You know, Todd Gurley in the mix. Jared Goff in the mix. This Cooper Cup still continues to make plays. Sammy Watkins finally showed up for that offense. He had 100 yards and a touchdown or two. Something like that, right, Hank? Yeah, you oh. have his stats. I think he. I know he had a touchdown and maybe about eighty some yards. Well, Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> Sammy. Sammy. Do you know of him? Watkins. <laughs> I remember this guy. Yes, I do remember his this dreads. guy. So let me. Hey, just don't start pushing me when you do this, okay? Um, yeah. So Sammy Watkins had. The sweat is beating up on his brow. <laughs> no, it's not beating. I just went to the wrong team, Chad. Course, because listen, as a team, let me let me <laughs> introduce this to the people. As a team on the radio, you give a little bit of fair warning, okay? You say, "Hey, guy, we're going to go with the Rams here, and you ought to pull them up, okay?" Watkins did have four receptions for eighty-two yards and a touchdown. touchdown. Yes, yeah, so a good but he only threw to him four times. Right. Cup had eight receptions, one hundred and sixteen yards. Wow. Good for Cup. I like Cup. The long was 53, though. Yes, very good. So, Rams traveling to Arizona. Arizona, this, I will call this, Hank, potential upset of the week. Rams coming off the huge win against the Saints. They had to have it. They entertained their crowd. It was great. Now they have to travel. They have to go to Arizona. Arizona played a good game last week. I can't remember who they played, but uh, you want to look that one up, too, Hank? God, you're good look, guys. you are look, absolutely. You know, I'm doing weird. this on purpose, guys, so I can just see Hank get really nervous and sweaty. I'm not nervous at all. I'm very <laughs> cool over here. I can't believe that look, you're doing oh, look, oh, look at the sweat. Here it comes. Hurry. <laughs> no, Arizona was happy playing the Jaguars. <laughs> yes, and who won that game, Hank? 27 to 24. Arizona won that game. So they're on a little bit of a roll. I think they'll continue it. I'm not calling for the outright win, but I do say take Arizona plus the seven. Hank, I feel a shirt is going against me. LA it is. <laughs> Thank you. And let's lean under the total 45 and a half. Next up, 425 kick in New York Giants at the Oakland Raiders. Again, Oakland, we mentioned Crabtree out, suspended for two weeks. Amari Cooper, he's got a concussion, Hank. They don't know if he can play either. So who's going to get the ball? Marshawn Lynch. I guess maybe a heavy dose of Marshawn Lynch. Maybe they throw it to Jared Cook. They're tied in there as well. Jared Cook might be a sneaky play fantasy-wise because who else is David Carr going to throw to against this Giants team? Yeah, Cordero Patterson, yeah, uh, Seth Roberts as well. So Oakland minus the seven total forty two. Who are we like in this? Match? Oh, if you don't bet Oakland with Geno Smith coming in and the rookie, sure, it's, this should be the lock of the week. It really should, and also maybe the under the total forty three. The Giants can't move the ball. Oakland's weapons, they're not going to be there. You know, did what you saying? see that Marshawn Lynch escorted to leave off the field? He, him and just Tlaib were just walking off the field talking to each other. He was his escort. Did you see that? <laughs> I just it was surprised. a very I did strange not see moment. Yes, that seems very strange. So he don't have Crabtree's back. He's got Tlaib's back. Yeah, he was what like in the world. No, 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 no. He was just like, it's good, brother. Just come on off. I he see. just walked him off. You know, walked him to safety. What do you think is the deal with this ripping the chains? Tlaib just don't like Crabtree. Yeah, that's the second time he's taken his chain. You know, that, yeah. in the during the game. So you know, if there's any ill will in this whole thing, you know. Linebackers hit quarterbacks and stuff like that, and they'll get in their face and everything. And, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of, hey, you got me on that one or whatever. Cornerbacks and receivers are prima donnas. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they're A personalities. Sure. They're divas. And when you put two of them together that are good, mm-hmm. top tier receivers. Now, Crabtree is not top tier anymore. Yeah, he's right? on the way down. He's but on his way down. Still solid. Tlaib is kind of that way Same too. Same way. Right? They're both getting older. Right. But 
they demand respect from the other. Sure. And neither one of them was going to step down right. to the other. That's what happens. Yeah. That's what happened with, with Moss, with Terrell Owens, with all those guys. Right. I think it's good old-fashioned rivalry. Sure. But I want to see all of them get hit in the face because they act like babies. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. So if you had line up, you put them in the squared circle and you let Tlaib and Crabtree go, who do you think gets it? Tlaib. I think Tlaib gets it too. Defenders are usually more physical. Yeah. Yeah. Be a good matchup, though. Let's see if we can get that on pay-per-view. Uh, so we both like the Giant. No, we like the Oakland Raiders minus the seven, but actually I'm not – I hate to even take them. I'm going under the t- total 42. Uh, this game's terrible. Next up, 8.30, Sunday night, Hank, Philadelphia at Seattle. Okay, Philadelphia finally going up against a defense that might be able to hang. But wait, stop. Cam Chancellor out again for the rest of the season. You've also got Richard Sherman out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Did the Seattle Seahawks have enough to slow down this offense? Because I'm telling you, Philadelphia has been a covering machine and an offensive juggernaut. I bet they've scored over 30 points Basically all year. I mean, it seems that they've been killing it, right? Right. So let's see what happens in this game. Philadelphia on the road in Seattle, which is shocking. Minus five, total 47 and a half. You know, you want to say that old Russie wouldn't let that happen. You know what I mean? He wouldn't let them come in and do that to him. And I'm going to stick behind Russie because he's a competitor. Yes, he is. So I'm going to take the Seahawks. Because you're not going to be a home dog. Home dog minus one or plus one, that's one thing. Five? Five. Hell no. See, I'm digging what you're saying about Russie because I love this over the total. I think it's going to fly over the total. However, Russell Wilson cannot do it by himself. He's running for his life. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I don't think they're going to be able to slow down Philadelphia. Russell Wilson, let's say he gets 28. Well, Philadelphia's going to get 37. I'm going to lean Philadelphia. I like what you're saying, Hank. I just can't go with you here. I'm going Philadelphia minus the five. Hank's going Seattle plus the five, but we both like over the total 47. You know what's terrible about Russell as a fantasy owner? Is if you watch him play, you believe he is concussed or hurt 17 times a game. Sure. Because he gets banged around. Yep. And it is hard to watch him play. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Next up, final, the finale here. Let's see if I'm going to have any players left in this game. Well, I do have Joe Mixon in one league. You've got Joe Mixon in another league, right? Had his first good game. Yes. And I'm going – I've got – Antonio Brown in one league going against Antonio Brown in another league. So, yes, I will be up at this contest because it's probably going to determine if I make it to the playoffs or do not. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming off a finally a win, but they played the Browns. But Joe Mixon, he showed up, Hank. He got his 100 and, let's say, 18 yards and a touchdown. Right. He got his points. It's about damn time. We've been talking about him every week. Playing at home against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus five, total 43 and a half. I'm taking Pittsburgh at home. I mean, I'm taking Pittsburgh – not at home. I'm sorry. I'm taking Pittsburgh even though they are a favorite not at home. Yes. Um, I feel like they have – the Bengals have done it one time this year. Put it together one time, and it was against the Browns. Browns, yeah. It was against the Browns. Now, question to you. Yes. You have Joe Mixon. Yes. He's had one really good performance. Do you start him again if you have somebody in his place? Flex him. So I actually have this dilemma Am I, I between Alshon Jeffrey, Joe Mixon, and Jamison Crowder, who Jamison Crowder has the last three weeks has been balling. Alshon Jeffrey's caught a touchdown in the last six games. Or Joe Mixon. I got to start one of them. I think I'm start. I think I'll start Joe Mixon. It's it's a, it's a crapshoot. How about like if you had somebody like Mixon or Latavius Murray. Start mixing. Diggs. Start mixing. I believe, Aguilar. I'm starting mixing. I believe in mixing, man. Because Cincinnati, you know, they give him a bunch of carries, and he has the potential to break one at any time. But he's averaging two and a half yards. I know. It's, it's not been good. Their offensive line stinks. But maybe they gets out of the backfield, catches a couple balls, takes one to the house. He hasn't. I might, take the, I might take the mixing one back against Alshon. Because Alshon has been more consistent than Mixon the last six weeks. Plus, I think Philadelphia and Seattle will be a shootout. That's why I was thinking you know what Aguilar. I'm yeah, I mean, that could be a shootout. It's a tough call, guy. You know, you're going to have to make your best decision, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But I like Pittsburgh a little bit on the road, too, minus the five. Total 43 and a half. I'm going to lean over the total. Maybe they get a touchdown in the last few minutes to push it over. Hank, that does wrap up the Fantasy 45. Congratulations, Hank. This week, 
You know, there's some big stuff going on around in Hickory, the annual chili cotillion. Yes, sir. It's right around this, right around the corner. And while I'm looking up a few things, tell the folks, the fine folks, if you like, just a little bit about the event. Well, it's been going on for over 30 years, and it's just a group of people, like-minded individuals, that figured what is a better time than standing in a field while it's cold, <laughs> eating chili and drinking beer and listening to music. Sure. Right? So it's something that they've done for a long time. I've been involved with it for about two years, and it's a ton of fun because you go out there with no expectation other than, I think I'd like to try a bowl of chili. And, oh, my gosh, is that a boat over there filled with beer? <laughs> I, would, I, I think I want one of those. Yes. And oh, who's this new band that I've never heard of? Right. And you get to hear them play. So, oh, and don't forget, look over there. There's a tent with three TVs that plan all the championship college football games. Exactly. You know? So, so it's Pretty supposed exciting. to be decent weather, which is always – we've had it when it snowed. <laughs> we've had it when it rained. Right. We've had you know a lot of different ones. But um, usually, you know – one of the, part of the problem of being part of this fine event is you have to be there till the very end. And sometimes people <laughs> at the very end aren't, don't have their wits about it. Okay. <laughs> right. And I, I, I love it when people come up to you and complain that you're out of beer after they've been drinking Drink for, for seven free. hours. Yes, exactly. Not paid a dollar. But the, the best part is, is trying to eliminate the fire pits after the drunk people have rummaged the <laughs> woods with fallen trees. And then we have to put down, uh, put down, you know, a seven foot by seven foot fire. <laughs> right. So that's usually a lot of fun. But it's, it, it's a good event. I'm looking well, forward to it. I'm looking forward to it too. Hank, I'll see you out there. And there's actually too, I'll, I'll mention this briefly. I don't, wouldn't think that too many people would crash this party, but there is a the first annual Christmas dance-a-thon. Have you heard a little bit about this? I have heard. Yeah, at Market on Main. I'm, and so anyway, I think I might attend this little first annual dance-a-thon. And so the rule is they're only playing music from the 90s, which would be more like, you know, we've got Bobby Brown, a little bit of Key Sweat, Ralph Trez Vant. Bell Biv DeVoe. Bell Biv DeVoe. So into that mix. So only music from the 90s and early early 2000s, which is my one of my favorite genres of dance music. So I plan to be there after the Chili Cotillion if, I can, if I can still stand. So I look forward to that. You know, the Christmas season, it is now upon us. Are you listening to Christmas music yet? No. I am not either. When do you normally start? Uh, 15 days out. 15 days out, really? My girls love it, so I'll probably have to start this weekend, but I've held them off until now. So December 1st, we'll let them loose with the, uh, oh, oh, I don't want a lot for Christmas. You know the, oh, Mar- you know the Mariah oh, one? Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, and see, you know what's so funny is, like, you can taint your kids. Like, Harris is to the point now where you can tell, like, he'll say, Christmas? It's not, it's not even December yet. This right. is ridiculous. Yes. It's because of me. Yes. I'll tell you a funny story. When we were driving down to Atlanta... I'm driving down. Harris is, we're pulling in the left lane, trying to get by somebody. He goes, look at this guy, holding up traffic, <laughs> sitting in the left lane, going slow. And I realize, <laughs> I have turned into my father. <laughs> and my son is complaining about this because I've complained about this. But uh, it's funny. So your great. girls, you know, they, I think there's some mixed emotions about this Christmas music with you. I think you have trained your little <laughs> girls to love this music, and it's going to get earlier and earlier every year. Uh, it might just be because I love Christmas music, too. So we'll see how it goes. Hank, uh, there's just a couple big, big games this Saturday. Let's talk about a couple championships that are going on in the ACC. Clemson at – this is in Atlanta. That's where they play this game. Miami, Florida – Loses their first game last week to a Pittsburgh team they should have destroyed, but they don't. Can Miami slow down this Clemson attack? Clemson minus the nine and a half in the championship for the ACC. No, I think Dabo just thrives in these environments, and I think that they're going to have their way, especially, you know, I mean, they're in Charlotte. They're, you know, they're playing. Oh, is that where it is in yeah, Charlotte? Yeah, they're playing at Bank okay. of America. Oh, wow. Um, cool. They're in Charlotte, so it's a big atmosphere. I, th- I, I don't think Miami has a shot. Love Clemson here, too. Ohio State for the Big Ten Championship, Wisconsin. Ohio State is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Wisconsin's undefeated and playing the dog role. Who you like here? Well, if, if uh, Barrett's back after his cameraman incident. Which still was baffling to me. Yeah, it's yeah. still kind of baffling. Um, I think Ohio State comes out with this. I'm going to lean whiskey here. That'll be an interesting game. Let's go SEC Championship in the Atlanta Dome. Georgia against Auburn. Auburn, two-and-a-half point favorite. But her, their running back, questionable. The dude that was balling, yeah. questionable. Who you like here? Their defense is sick. 
So they only, you know, the, the difference is in that Auburn, oh, any of those SEC running backs, there's somebody right behind him. Yeah, it's true. There's somebody right behind him. So if Auburn's defense continues to play the way they are, they're going to win. Did you, they manhandled Alabama. I mean, that game could have Their defense been, is probably the best in the country. Probably. So they could have actually scored more points. Alabama looked lost against that defense. Uh, and finally, the Big 12 championship, Oklahoma. This is a rematch of two weeks ago. Oklahoma against TCU. Oklahoma minus seven. Yeah, I think seven's enough. I mean, I, I don't think that's too big. If it would have been ten, I would have taken TCU, but I like Oklahoma. I like TCU to keep this one a little bit under the number because Gary Patterson is TCU's coach. He's a hell of a defensive coach. They got walloped in the first meeting. I think they'll keep it a little bit closer this meeting. And before we leave, Hank. Uh, oh, yeah. We want to thank our sponsors, the Sock Factory. Um, you know, this is a North Carolina. It's actually a Hickory um, uh, Sock Factory. And it was established in 1975. They have three lines, Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock. They're great socks. I have on a pair right now. If I didn't wear them every day, the owners would burn down my house. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, but you can go there to www.thesockfactory.com and uh, pick up a pair, either one of those lines. Uh, great family, great business, great pair of socks. It's a, it's a, a really nice, nice um, it's really nice to watch them because we've known these guys forever, and they've made one heck of a business out yes, of it. Yes. And so to, uh, to watch them and for them to be our sponsor is pretty cool. Yes. So uh, can I, can I Please. while we're on college football, Please. can I talk to you about something? Please. So we have a couple of friends of ours that are uh, graduates of the University of Tennessee, okay? And when there, can we agree that there are a it's a carousel of jobs that are opening this year or have opened or whatever it is. So the talent is going to be shuffled around in college football. Now, I was in an argument with one of these young gentlemen today about the problem with Tennessee. Now we all know that they're a dumpster fire. Okay, they're an absolute yes. dumpster fire with where they're at, with the Shiano hire and then fire or whatever. But I think the true problem here is that the fans of Tennessee believe that they're a top 10 program. They believe that they are. In their mind, they certainly do. Yes, they do. Right? And they are a top 30 program. <laughs> okay? I even push them listen, down a listen, little further. Listen, yes. two days ago they were. Okay. Two days ago okay. they were. Okay? But there are four or five... He, he didn't like hearing this. In the SEC, you'd rather have Florida. You'd rather take that job. Yes. You'd rather take Georgia. Yes. You'd rather take Alabama. Yes. You'd rather take Auburn. Yes. You'd probably rather take LSU. Yes. And you definitely want to take Texas A&M. I think so. Those are six teams <laughs> in the SEC that are better than your program right Believe there. Yes. Let's not talk about US, uh, USC, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, all, you know, all those programs. Right. So the reality of it is, is after this has happened, okay, the two scenarios are, the the gentleman Sh- Shiano or Shiano Shiano, he may be unhirable now, and Tennessee may owe him a big chunk of money. I think that's what's going to. He's going to sue. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. But I believe he's going back to Ohio State. Yes. Okay. And so, they say he'll be able to survive this. Maybe he not get a head coaching job in the next couple of years because of it, but right. he'll be back at Ohio State. Right. But now today they couldn't get Duke's coach to leave. I hear they're they were in talks with the mullet from Ohio uh, Oklahoma State Gundy Gundy Gundy's there right and now. Who knows if he's going to get it? If you are Gundy, he makes four point two million. Yes. Okay. What would your demands be? He is driving the ship. Sure. Out to have to go into this destruction zone or whatever has happened in Tennessee. You're going to have to give me about six point five. Tell, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got all the leverage right now if I'm Gundy because he's, you know, they've already, a lot of coaches have already said no. Gundy is kind of a name. You know, he's pretty yeah. good name. Oklahoma yeah. State, he's turned that offense around, turned that whole program around. I'm telling you, if I want to leave Oklahoma State where they love me and I get eight to nine wins and they treat me like a god, but if I do the same thing at Tennessee, they're going to crucify me, it's going to cost a lot more money to get me. I'm going to look him in the eye and I'm going to say, listen, you, you expect me to only be here five years because whoever comes in here, it's not going to be able to turn the ship around this quickly. Mm-hmm. So I got to look at it that I'm going to be here for four or five years, yeah. and then you're going to fire me for turning, for creating a program that the next guy Guys, is going to be able to right, fulfill your right. dreams. What's Saban make? I think Saban makes seven. 
seven to eight. Give me that. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> Give me that. And they might be so desperate that they would. They may have to. You know? They may have to. But right now, if I went to the University of Tennessee and somebody asked me what my alumni was, I'd say Wilkes Community College. Sure. Or something. I mean, it, 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 that it's is a dumpster fire. It's embarrassing right now. Yeah, so I, the last thing I heard, so I heard the Gundy thing. Then I heard Philip Fulmer to be the AD taking this Curry guy spot who, God, I feel bad for this dude. This hadn't been there a year barely and they loved him they were like oh we got curry now they're whatever and then t martin the quarterback yeah he's only been at usc a couple years no head coaching no head coaching experience man if that's who they end up getting he i mean maybe he'll turn it around but i don't know man i good luck recruiting yeah you know who gets the best out of this georgia yes nobody from georgia is going to go to tennessee so within the last three days Five-star decommitted, four four-stars, several three-stars decommitted from Tennessee already. It's going to be awful. <laughs> Woo! At least it ain't the Wolfpack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got good did, for do we, you. Do we talk they about may it? end up signing the coach from Mars Hill. Who knows? <laughs> did we get a chance to talk about the Wolfpack beating Tar Heels last week? Yeah, I, I think we're time's up. Okay, time's up. <laughs> All right, Hank, until next week, hopefully we'll both come back, sit around the table, talk to our fantasy fanatics, and we'll both be in the playoffs. Let's hope so. All right, buddy. Have a great week. You too. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, Sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.